Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of We're in Trouble Now, the podcast where you, the listener, just get to eavesdrop and see what it's like to have a conversation with my mom and, our, uh, and I over this here kitchen table. This week, we talk about daylight savings time. We talk about Arizona, Hawaii. We talk about my mom's spaghetti western. You know, then we kind of take a deeper dive in terms of like, you know, emotion and then childhood trauma and then where, you know, where we think we got our funny and, you know, kind of just learning and acknowledging each other through our past experiences. Uh, thank you so much for listening and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. We're in, we're in, we're in trouble now. We're in trouble now. Happy daylight savings time, everyone. Ugh. This is, I hate daylight saving times. Why is that? Which part do you hate? Losing sleep. Losing sleep. So you like it being darker earlier. I mean, I never leave the house, so it's neither here nor there for me. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I live in a dome. I have no idea what the weather is like Mm. outside. You know, I emerge and I'm like. (sighs) That kind of happened to me yesterday. James was texting or he was talking to me about like how it's. Yeah, I guess he lost power in his house or something like that. I was like, James, why'd you lose power to your house? That seems like a silly thing to do. And he was like, oh, because of the rain. I was like, it's raining? And so I had to look out my window. I'm like, oh, it's raining. <laughs> yeah, there's nature outside. Yeah. yeah. Do you know the only two states that don't observe daylight savings time? I know one's Arizona. Right, is Arizona. Because they're just like, they're like, they're like rebels. They're like, this is Arizona and we're just going to do whatever we want. Arizona. Like, you described what a rebel is. <laughs> They're, like, no. they're rebels and then rebel a noun <laughs> and then what's the other state uh, hawaii oh okay yeah yeah they seem power. to be more rebellious in a peaceful way in what way i don't know arizona's just like i'm arizona hawaii When's the last time you've been to arizona mm, when i went to the grand canyon with auntie vicky when um kimmy was first born so. oh so like 30 years ago <laughs> yeah 30 plus years ago when's the last time you've been to hawaii 40 plus years oh. ago. <laughs> so I think maybe you should revisit them before you can classify anything rebels. Well, I just, from what I read in the, the, the newspaper. From what you read, when's the last time you read a newspaper? <laughs> About 10 years ago. Oh, okay. So there we go. No, they just, Arizona always just kind of just appears to me to be like a, a state that's just like, yeah, we're going to do what we want. <laughs> so. Love you, I like Arizona. Love you, Arizona. I didn't say I didn't. I mean, that's not a bad thing. I do what I want. It ki- it's kind of like my kindred spirit in a so state. You are your spirit animals, Arizona. Mm, with a little mixture of Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> We're digressing. Yeah. So it's daylight savings time. It's daylight savings time. I like. I, I was talking to God. Who was I talking to? Somebody about Hawaii the other day. I was listening to a podcast about Hawaii. Yeah. Um, two people. It's uh, called Two Bears One Cave with Bert Kreischer and Tom Segura. And they were talking about how much they love Hawaii. But it's interesting because I think Hawaii views itself more as a as a sovereign state than an actual U.S. state, which is pretty interesting. Kind of like Arizona. They're very no, kindred. Com- completely different. For different, completely <laughs> different reasons. They, um, they might have different reasons, but the outcome is similar. How is the outcome similar? They both do whatever they want. Like if you're a kindred, if you're like a sovereign state, you make your own rules. Arizona's just stuck in the middle of the country and they're just like, hey, we're just going to make our own rules. <laughs> argue with that. So there's a lot to argue about. <laughs> First of all, n- neither of which are sovereign states. Hawaii mm. is it, it believes to be an occupied state. I never said they were. They have the mentality of. They live the lifestyle of a rebellious like I'm going to do whatever I want kind of way. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. Now, how see Arizona is more like I I imagine Arizona more like a Western kind of movie, where it's very like, "Welcome to my town." <laughs> That's how you picture Western movies. <laughs> well, I'm trying not to. I'm. I'm. Yeah. So paint a scene. Paint is okay. So it's a it's a it's a spaghetti Western. Okay. And the movie is called Arizona. Arizona Hawaii because it's. You have to Arizona, Hawaii. No, just Arizona, because it's just the Western. Hawaii has its own different movie. That's a lo- that's a rom com. That's more like a love yeah. story. Okay, Arizona is Western. Okay, so continue with Arizona as a Western. How would you paint the first opening scene? It's like um, a lot of dust and a tumbleweed goes flying by. That's it. That's the movie. <laughs> that's the opening scene. Okay, and then you see a dog runs across the screen. And then some boots Who? with a spur. It's <laughs> some apple bottom jeans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and everybody's looking at her. Great. <laughs> so Arizona sounds, if anybody who's like thinking about traveling to Arizona, please don't use that as a rubric to decide whether or not to go. Yeah. Don't go there and be like, Hey, where's the boots and the spurs? <laughs> Arizona is actually really pretty. I really like Arizona. The last time I went to Arizona actually was I went to um, Scottsdale with Barney. Really? Yeah. Last, the only Be- place I've been in Arizona is Scottsdale. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful city. Really pretty. I love you guys. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, cool. Yeah. The last time we went was for Jason's birthday and we paid for like this cowboy experience. And so like we would go and like we got to ride horses and Did you dress up? No, but oh. but it was with Luke. It was Luke, me, Jason, Heater and jo- and Joe. And when the when like me, Heater, Jason and Luke are together, it turns into like a shit show. So the first we get our we're all on our horses and the the lead cowgirl is like, "Is anybody have any questions?" And Luke was like, "Yeah, who won?" And she was like, "Won it what?" So <laughs> won it cowboy? Yeah, cuz we were we were trying to figure out who's the better cowboy. And she, and I was like, I don't know, just life. And she was like, oh, um, and so at the time Luke and I had matching t-shirts of each other's faces on yeah. it. And she was like, well, not you two. <laughs> uh, so I guess the girl, and yeah. so he'd, he'd won at life that day. That's funny. Yeah. What a cool experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. So, um, see cowboy Western, you, you cowboyed for a day. I did cowboy. You for were a just day. solidifying my fact. There's you, not, what fact? That they are a rebellious state. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we paid and we, we paid for a service. They're a smart state that has a very good commerce. I think you need to go back to Arizona and really like clarify some things. Yeah, I think that would be cool. I would like to go. I, to me, Arizona seems warm, like like it's a hot state. It's a desert. <laughs> That's why it's warm. <laughs> so are they more deserty to the, than we are? Mm-hmm. I guess so, because they don't have an ocean. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we see, we, we kind of have like the Arizona, we have the both, I think California is a good blending of Arizona and Hawaii because we have the ocean that we share with Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And then we also have deserts that is very Arizona-ish. Correct. So there you go. That's why I live in California. A... <laughs> Great. Mm-hmm. So daylight savings time, huh? 
Now, do you, do you think we should switch it back? Do you like the switching? I, I, I like the switching. See, because I heard that, um, and maybe I am incorrect, but I was always under the impression that we did the switching and we mm. switched to daylight savings time because like the barbecuing companies. The barbecuing <laughs> companies. <laughs> wanted people to barbecue more. <laughs> Don't look at me like because they wanted people to barbecue more. So they did daylight savings time. So there was more time to barbecue. I swear that's a fact. Who told you this? The barbecue company commercial. The I don't barbecue know. company I don't know. Commercial. For some reason, I think I am under the impression that I read that somewhere. Okay. Now, do you know any companies, any barbecue companies? Um, there's like a flame broiler. Flame broiler. <laughs> Isn't that a barbecue? It's a restaurant chain. Oh. <laughs> It'd make a really good name for a barbecue. Yes. Now, I, I believe it has something to do with, with uh, the crops. It has something to do with like tilling and planting the crops. At night? No. In the morning. <laughs> okay. We're going to... I think you are very, very wrong because I don't know the last time anybody tilled the crop. Well, it's because it wasn't recently. Oh. So when did it start? Um, See, because I'm Googling why. There. Why did we... Now, is America the only place that does this? No. Who else? Daylight savings times is used to save energy and make better use of daylight. It was first used in 1908 in Thunder Bay, Canada. One of the advantages of daylight savings is the long summer evenings for barbecuing. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) I added that at the end. (laughs) Okay, so um, why did, let's see here. In December 1973, a bill was signed. See, so it's 1973. I was no, around. No, it was way before that. Why did daylight savings time begin in the United States? Okay. In December of 1973, mm-hmm. a bill was signed into law to make daylight savings time permanent for two years, called the Emergency Daylight Savings Time Energy Conservation Act. The law was intended to help U.S. Um, U.S. energy during the oil crisis. Oh, okay. So You're I was both wrong. Well, I think I was closest. Okay, so conserving energy and barbecuing are two different things. Yeah, because you didn't have you didn't have the oil to turn on your stove. You didn't have the oil to turn on your stove. <laughs> it was a night, but I do remember when it started. It was interesting. 19- I thought it was way sooner. Uh uh-uh. oh. Weird. Uh So you see, I had nine years of not having this flip floppy, and and my I think my body is more accustomed to it. So for the other fifty one, you've just been recovering. I'm not 60. Oh, 50, 50. No, yeah. 49. Math is hard. Yeah, because I'm, I'm 58. Okay. So for the last 51 years. No. Yes. It'd be 49. Because if you were nine. Yes. Nine plus 49 is 58. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I was. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look at, okay, I'm pulling out a calculator. Yeah. Okay, so if you were nine. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Minus 58 equals 49. Wow. Yeah. That's like science. No, it's math. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good thing I'm cute. Yes. Yeah. So um, I actually set my alarm for 530 this morning. What happened? It went off. Did you wake up? Um, I woke up for a little bit and I went, well, this is bullshit. And I went back to sleep because it was a Sunday. Really? But I did wake up on my own um, about an hour later. So on my clock, it said 630, which was actually 530 in my body, mm. which I thought was pretty good. Yeah. You know, 
And so, cause we wake up and we go to the gym at, we wake up at four to go mm-hmm. to the gym at four 30. Yes. So I think sometimes though, I get more like in my head of like, Oh, this is going to be so horrible. And then it makes it like a horrible thing instead of just being like, yeah, you know what? It's an hour. Okay. So you mean like expectations versus reality kind of thing? Sometimes I think that I planted in my head that it's going to be like really hard and difficult and mm-hmm. therefore it is. Now, do you find that you shy away from those difficult tasks or? Oh, I'm a horrible per- procrastinator. Okay. But part of that is um, from my past. Okay. So um, I don't really, I, I'm kind of delving into it a little bit because one of the things that, um, that really makes me sad is when I see you and Brandon procrastinating on things that you have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that I do the same thing that makes me sad when I see you and Brandon do it. So mm-hmm. I've been kind of on a little self ex, um, self exploration of me. Yeah. It's trying to figure out and pinpoint why I do that. Okay. That's understandable. Yeah. So instead of getting frustrated or trying to micromanage you and Brandon, mm-hmm. I'm trying to um, fix the, the same trait within myself. I think that's easier because I know, and I don't want to speak for Brandon, but I, but I, I would pretty much guarantee that, um, Brandon and I are one of those people that like, once you tell us to do something, we're like, Oh, okay, cool. We'll do everything but that thing. Oh yeah. We kind of, we dig our heels in a little bit more. Oh, absolutely. But it's easier to try to fix you and Brandon than it it is is to to try to fix myself. So, um, yeah. So no, I'm just, you know, it, it's been a real eye opening kind of experience being like, yeah, you know what? Just, you know, fix yourself first and, you know, and, and they'll figure it out eventually. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, you do have us, you have a, what, 24, 25 year head start. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And you know what? And sometimes, I mean, truthfully in all of the best intentions, sometimes I get like super like, Hey, let's fix everything. Yeah. Um, just because Sometimes I wish I had to fix certain aspects in my life sooner. Sure, that's fair. And so the I'm not trying to like manage your lives. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to maybe help, you know, you and Brandon sometimes figure things out a little bit sooner to make your lives easier. Okay. I don't want to fix. I mean, I can't fix anybody, mm-hmm. but sometimes but sometimes I think also too um you guys, you know, if I come to you with like a suggestion of like making life easier, like you said, you'd be like, okay, that means don't do it. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of hard, you yeah. know, it, it, in one aspect, I want to be like, Hey, you know what, this will make your life easier. But on the other hand, I know it's going to have the complete reverse effect. Yeah. So we call it catch 22. I call it the butterfly effect. It's not the, but it is definitely not the butterfly effect. Okay. Then let's call it the, um, do you know what the good? butterfly effect is. It's something to do with a butterfly. <laughs> it's something about a butterfly flapping its wings over here mm-hmm. and it does something to something over there. Kind of. Yeah. It's a movie with Richard Greer. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So we'll call this the chim. The, oh, I know the brown squirrel effect. We'll call it the brown squirrel. Effect. California brown ground squirrel. The, no, which is the brown squirrel effect. California ground brown squirrel. So you can't even say it quickly. Yes, I can. California brown ground squirrel effect. We call it the squirrel effect. Okay. Because you guys are very squirrelish. In what way? Well, you've been bitten a lot. and I, you have By who? <laughs> by life. I've life. been bitten by life. Life is the rattlesnake. I thought I'm the squirrel. You are the squirrel. But and I'm, you've been bitten by life. You know, you didn't have Life the, is a rattlesnake? Yeah. It, well, it was for you guys. Because, you know, it, it, when you have like a traumatic childhood, mm-hmm. um, 
sometimes, you know, life can be like a rattlesnake. Yeah. And, and you grow the, and you develop this immunity, but sometimes the immunity um, becomes a suit of armor. See, I don't know. I've never, you know, like I know that we talk about our childhood and we talk about our past trauma and things like mm-hmm. that, but I don't, it's not that I like, I, I've always credited my sense of humor to the trauma, mm-hmm. you know, cause I remember, I remember the first time when I was in fifth grade and we had to write like this story and it's like we had to write like our own like narrative or our own like it was just like free writing time mm-hmm. so we we got to write read or write and then read it in the front of the class and mine was funny and i was like oh i'll make this fun and i'll make people laugh and then i, ma- I wrote it in front of the class and i made people laugh and that was the first time i felt like acknowledged or the first time i felt like um seen or mm-hmm. heard and i was like wow this this is very like revolutionary and so i've always credited my sense of humor to i guess i don't want to say i don't want to cr- credit maybe that's the wrong word but i've always it's found a tr- it's attributed yeah it's a, you know I, that's my coping mechanism is, yeah. is humor and so like you know at the same time like it's not that i ever like i'm, ne- I'm never like oh man if only this things have been different i'm like oh okay cool i'm you know funny because of my past traumas and so i've never like looked at the past trauma like in a super negative light See, I totally agree with you. And the thing is, is like, I acknowledge my past trauma, but I don't define myself by it. Okay. So, I mean, I'm, I am who I am because of the way I grew up. Yeah. You know, I have just that, um, that every, every aspect of who I am today is because of my past. Yeah. It doesn't make it an easy past. And it doesn't make it, um, you know, I wouldn't wish some of the things that I went through on anybody else, mm-hmm. but it's mine, sure. you know? And so I can, it, it's taken me 58 years to be able to say, Hey, I've had, I had childhood trauma yeah. and be okay with it because we were never allowed to speak of such things. Mm-hmm. And so that in itself kept it like in a, like, I felt like a fishbowl, like, almost like a, in a bubble surrounded by all this trauma. Mm-hmm. And finally now I can be like, yeah, no, you know what? It, it was, it was fucking sucked. Mm-hmm. It's who I am today, mm-hmm. but that fucking sucked. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like you, but I think where we differ is, is that I acknowledge it more and you have a tendency to just be like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to turn around and look. Like in what way though? Well, sometimes I think that you, it's, it's, you were hurt as a child and your defense mechanism is to not acknowledge it. Um, it's not that I don't acknowledge it. I just don't ever find anything relevant to bring up. So there's a difference between, I don't, I think there's a, a, a disconnect between me acknowledging cause I acknowledge it and then me not bringing it up in terms of things. And I, and I, you, your healing path is your mm. healing path. It's just, to me, sometimes I think that you have it so walled up mm-hmm. that sometimes you get stuck on the other side of the wall. Well, what would be on, if I, because walled? you're, you're very, um, and, and I, and I don't want to be mean and yeah. I'm not saying this in any sort of negative context, mm-hmm. but you're very, you're very guarded. Yeah. But in what way though? In, in, what, in what aspect? Well, you, um, I see you as being, um, like, you know, you don't, you don't, how, it's more of how I, it's the feeling that I get off of you as a mom. Okay. You know, I just don't think that you are, you are very, you don't like to be hurt. So you don't put your emotions out there for a whole lot of people. Okay. 
And so to me, that means that you're guarded. Yeah, but I'm trying to, I mean, I'm trying to think of an instance where that's the case, you know? Well, I think it's more of just like, I don't know, Robert. I mean, it's just, it's you, I I mean, like I said, it's just seeing you grow up, seeing you today. Mm -hmm. And I just think that sometimes, you know, and you're a great person. You're super friendly. You're Mm -hmm. super funny. You're super vigorous. Mm -hmm. But I always think that there's just a a part of you that you have reserved Mm -hmm. and that you're like, I don't want this part of me to get hurt. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to keep it under lock and key and then I'll let it out if I want to kind of thing. Okay. And that's just what I see. Okay. And it it might not be true, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not really sure. So. Because I know that we've had in like discussions in the past. It's like mm-hmm. you, um, you, you um, debate a lot, and yeah. you know, part of me thinks that that's like you trying to again, you know, be heard, mm-hmm. and you want your voice to be valid. Yeah, so yeah, we acknowledge this. Yeah. yeah. So part of me, it's like you know, it's I I I don't know. Sometimes I, I it's sad that you are still like. Um, I wouldn't say insecure, but you're still trying to get your voice heard and that you still think that people aren't listening to you. Yeah, but those are two different. I mean, I think me not being heard and then me walling up my emotions are two different things. So I think I think they're they're I think they're different aspects. Well, I mean, I mean, even with me, Robert, sometimes it's like, you know, it's like we always laugh, like I'll be like, can I have a hug? And you come in like little T-Rex arms, Mm -hmm. you know, to me, it's like you are, it's, it's, it's not an emotion that you're comfortable with, with me. So I feel like, you know, maybe it's like, you're still kind of just a little guarded. That's what I, I, that's where I see. I mean, I can only talk about how I feel myself, Mm -hmm. but sometimes I feel like you're like, you know, and I'm just throwing this out there and I might be wrong, but it's kind of like, well, well, look at, there's the lady who, um, hurt me when I was younger. You know, I don't really, you know, it's, you love me, but it's like, I still think that there's a part of you that's like, "Mm." well, I think people express love differently. I think you're more of a physical touch kind of person. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know if you've ever done that thing, but like there's different like love languages and mine's act. I, I've done it before. Mine's acts of service and words of gratitude. So touching isn't really like something I do. Like I'm like, Oh yeah. You know, mine's more of like, okay, I'll show her how, that I love her through acts of service, whether it be helping you or, or doing this or doing that, you know, that I think we just, I think people express love differently. And I think it's, you know, just because I don't actively come to you for hugs doesn't mean that I don't express my gratitude. Yeah. And I think too, because Brandon is very open, you know, he's, mm. he like is very, he talks about his feelings, his emotions mm-hmm. and everything so easily. Mm-hmm. And that you, on the other hand, don't really speak of it very often. Mm-hmm. I think that that's where I get like, oh no, Robert's walled up. Yeah. You well, know? Because Robert's not like Brandon. Robert, this is Robert's problem. Yeah. Because Brandon and I have a very similar form of communication. Mm-hmm. And so um, to me, it's like, oh, look, Brandon's vocalizing. And mm-hmm. then Robert is like, oh, no, Robert's not. So it sounds more like it just sounds more like you're, you're taking Brandon's rubric and applying it to me. And because it doesn't fit, you, I think I think maybe you should it would be behooving if like we analyzed me differently. Well, yeah, that's what I'm working on. Okay. So it's called part of my journey. Okay. I know, but you said that 
you said that I feel walled up and that I'm not expressing. In, in this conversation, mm-hmm. I just figured it out in my head. Okay. So by actually talking about it in and having this open discussion, mm-hmm. I was actually able to see that what I was doing. Okay. So but yeah, okay, but that's but like I mean, if we're like if we're being for a little transparent, it's kind of it's hard sometimes for me to be on the other end of it, you know, because because we're because we're you're on this journey. I'm, I'm almost like the test subject. No, you don't think so? No, not at all. Because I mean, like 10 minutes earlier, you had just said that I was walled up and things like that. And well, I have my own thoughts and my own journey with Brandon too. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a trial and error there also. Yeah. But, but I think because I'm, I'm, you know, like just in the sake of the podcast, right? So like yeah. if the shoe was on the other foot sure. and I was analyzing you and like, Oh, well, Brandon's a lot like that. And then I think, I think maybe, uh, I, it's, it's hard for me to sometimes get not closure, but it's, you know, it's, it's hard mentally to, um, be the, uh, not the test subject, but be the, be the focus of, um, analyzing, you know, because like just for the, just for the, just for the sake of the course of the podcast, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But no, also too, I mean, if anything, you took this whole scenario, mm-hmm. um, as a, oh my God, I'm the test subject. You know what? I'm always the, mm-hmm. the guinea pig. Mm-hmm. Instead of looking at it like, oh wow, she just figured out that, you yeah. know, I am a different person. Mm-hmm. So now she's going to stop trying to fucking, you know, peck at me to mm-hmm. try to get me to show an emotion that mm-hmm. I'm perfectly fine not showing. Yeah. So instead of just being like, oh wow, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that you drop right into the whole like, well, I'm the oldest and I'm the one with all the responsibility. And no, no, that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm getting at. I'm getting at the like, for the past, like you know, for the for a couple of minutes prior, it was like, oh well, you know, this you 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 you. Oh, okay, makes sense. I I think I just like it just like closure kind of thing. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll start doing it this differently kind of thing. And that's what I thought I said. No, I, I mean, I, that's not how I that's not how I received it. Okay, well, if you know, I. If you received it any differently than what I was just, you know, looking back at the whole course of this conversation, Mm -hmm. you know, I went into this conversation thinking that you were emotionally closed off. Okay. Then I, you know, through the course of this conversation, I realized that you have your own forms of communication. Mm -hmm. And then at the ending of this conversation is basically like, okay, then I'm going to stop trying to squeeze the juice out of you because you're, you're you're completely different. It's like trying to make orange juice out of a watermelon. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't, you can't give something that you can't give Mm -hmm. and you're doing it in your own way. Mm -hmm. Beginning, middle and end. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's exactly. I mean, I think that's just what I wanted to hear kind of thing. Yeah. Cause instead of like, Oh, well, you know, it was more of like, Oh, here's your faults. Oh, okay. Here's what, I'll do now. Okay, let's move on. See, and I don't even consider them faults, you know, and that's just the whole thing. It's, it's like, if you were emotionally like Mm -hmm. reserved or anything like that, Mm -hmm. it's not a, it's who you are. It's not a bad, you know, and that's just the thing. It's, it's like, there's no perfect person. Mm -hmm. So, you know, however we handle our childhood trauma is how we handle our childhood trauma. Sure. Good, bad, or indifferent, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it's like, I mean, I never went into it with like, you know, if you heard like, oh, you're, you know, um, walled in and, and unavailable, then, you know, I apologize if that's what you heard. So it's more of like, you know, like I said, it's like, I'm your mom Mm -hmm. and I do have more life experience because I've been on this earth longer. I've been through different experiences than you. And sometimes when I try to be like, hey, you know what? 
you know, look at it this way or look at it that mm -hmm. way. It's not me walking in being like, you're wrong. Do it this way. Mm -hmm. It's me being like, Hey, you know what? Try this or, or look at it that way mm -hmm. where, and that's probably the biggest bummer for me is that by being um, drunk when you guys were younger is I <clears throat> lost the ability to be able to give you life advice. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like, it's not recepted well. You mean now or yeah. back? Yeah. You know, I didn't give it to you when you were younger. And mm -hmm. as you're an adult, you're like, I don't want it. Yeah. So, you know, and to me, that's, it's kind of a bummer. That's fair. That's understandable. Yeah. Cause I mean, it, it's so weird because it's like, I mean, I relied so much on like Papa mm -hmm. for, you know, like I really respected him as a person and, and the complete journey that he went through as mm -hmm. a complete shit show. Yeah. But I really respected him for, for, um, making it through mm -hmm. and being the best version of him he could be. And it's hard because it's like you and Brandon are like, and I, I don't mean to speak for Brandon cause he's not here, mm -hmm. but I look at it. Like, I feel like I've made a better recovery than he did. And I get more, um, a judgment, I think. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm put under a microscope. Sure. And I don't know if it's because I'm trying this healing journey mm -hmm. and, you know, or something like that. But yeah, no, it's, it's, it can be a little harsh. Well, I think, well, I mean, okay, so like, I think, well, I think they're uncomparable. I think you can't really compare Papa's in your journey because they're different. His was a complete shit show yeah. and mine was equally as fucking shitty. Okay. You know what? And that's just the whole thing. And, and this is what really gets me is trauma is trauma. Sure. I don't care what form or version you have as a child. Mm -hmm. Trauma is trauma. Okay. So it would be like you having your own hurts and your own feelings. Mm -hmm. And then somebody coming in and being like, well, mine are more valid than yours. No, I think they're different. But right. they hurt just the same. Mm -hmm. Pain is pain. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? I understand. I understand the concept. Whether yeah. you're shot or whether you're stabbed, it still hurts. So, you know, Papa's journey was one of, um, you know, of hardship, but I mean, I'm not, I mean, never once in my childhood did I have a day off mm -hmm. from, you know, the trauma that I was put under. Okay. But, and, and that's just the whole thing. It's, it's like, I've never really felt it necessary to walk around being like, Hey, you know what? You know, one day and november of 1969 this happened mm -hmm. or you know that or this it's like because i remember papa was very vocal about his his childhood yeah and i remember as a kid going it hurt so much listening to him talk about his his past mm -hmm. i was like i'm never going to do that to my kids mm -hmm. and you know sometimes i just don't know what version you think i lived in i don't to be honest with you i don't if we're going to be a hundred percent transparent, there's not often that I think about your childhood. Yeah. So it, it's not what version I think you lived in. I, I, you know, I know that you've had a hard upbringing, but I don't, it's never like, I never like think, think on it hard enough to even have any yeah. dialogue for it. Yeah. Because like I said, it's like the, I think where I, and then we can talk about your other things, but I think like maybe the difference is, is that because I really do, I really did look at Papa's childhood mm -hmm. and then I had respect for him as an adult. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think you and Brandon are losing, you, you forget that aspect of the story. 
you um, only see you only see that you know and you only you only see me as your mom mm-hmm. you know you don't see where your what your mom went through to get to where she's at you know and, and like okay so then if i only see you but like is is me only seeing you as my mom a bad thing or like well it is when you it, it i mean i personally think it is when um you know it's like sometimes i have no leeway with you and brandon mm-hmm. you know it's like there's there's no there's no grace sure and sometimes i think by having compassion for somebody for maybe you know um their journey mm-hmm. you 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 have a little grace and i mean it's like the things that papa did or or, or fucking you know being growing up with him as my dad was hard mm-hmm. and i never looked at him like he was a shitty person. Mm-hmm. I looked at him as always the, being the best version he could be mm-hmm. because I gave him that, I gave him that get out of jail free card mm-hmm. because of his upbringing. Okay. And I just, sometimes I feel like I don't get that get out of jail free card. Now, do you think Brandon and I look at you as a shitty person or? Um, I think truthfully, if we're going to talk about complete transparency, truthfully Mm -hmm. i think you're always waiting for me to digress back into being that person that you knew as um your mom when you were younger like in what way like you're always waiting for me to like maybe fly off the handle or not necessarily go and start drinking again Mm -hmm. but just to be like that person who's like so checked out and not there for you Mm -hmm. that you're kind of like like you don't see, I, th- sometimes I think that when you, you, you guys interact with me or you see me, you see me as that mom that was drinking, you know, kind of like, um, just a little, maybe like you just don't, I, I don't think you see the whole picture. Let's just sure. put it that way. That's understandable. And, but I think the counterpoint and I, and I, and I honestly, I think Brandon would agree with me is that I really don't remember a whole lot of you drinking. And I think, um, and I think that in itself is either good or bad, but I, I, the way I describe my childhood, the easy, in the easiest way I've, I've ever could describe it would be, remember when you were little, you had the flip book and you would flip the pages and it would, it would show a story. Mm-hmm. It'd be like, you know, like a bird running or a ball falling or things like that. My flip book in my childhood is there's a lot of pages stuck together. So instead of flipping it in one linear fashion, it's flip, flip, flip. And then like a block, gets stuck together then it's flip 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 then a block gets stuck together so mm-hmm. i i there's not there's not a lot of my childhood i remember i remember moments and i remember segments but i don't remember a vast number of my childhood and i think brandon would agree mm-hmm. and so i and it's not that i and it's not that i think of you know or like I, I think of you as back when you were drinking because there's not a lot of instances that i remember of, of you drinking it's just small memories and so i've never really i've never really anticipated the you reverting back into the person you were when you were drinking. It's, you know, I, that'd be unfair, especially too, because I'd be, it seems more like I'd be making things up than I would be remembering. Um, but no, I don't ever, I don't ever, and I also don't hold it against you for anything. I mean, there's instances where I wish that like, you know, I think maybe it's more of just, oh, I wish that we could have handled it differently, but it's me not telling you how I wish it was handled. So again, it's more of like you guessing how I would, how it's you it's me like anticipating the perfect moment without me telling you without me giving you like the guidelines and it's not in you know that in itself is is you know a different can of worms yeah 
So, yeah, I mean, to me, it's like that analogy of the flip book, I think Mm -hmm. is really cool, but it's like you flip the book and then you just like you land on a page and you're going to be stuck on this page and we're stuck on this page with these characters Mm -hmm. that we have preconceived in our minds. No, no, it's not. That's not it at all. The, the flip book is the, my childhood, right? So here's birth and here's now. If you're flipping, you're not stuck. You just keep flipping. No, I meant that we're, the book is like the page is open to today. Mm -hmm. And we, today we are the people that we are today. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I think that we are looked at in different forms of than who we really are today. For example, for you and Brandon, it's like, I was like over mothering you because when I looked at you, mm-hmm. I looked at you as my children, mm-hmm. as being five and seven. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to, you know, go back in time and do all that mothering sure. that I couldn't now. So even though the the book was flipped open to today's page, mm-hmm. I was looking at you differently. Sure. So that's what I'm talking about. It's like, to me, it's like, I'm stuck looking in the past as you and Brandon as somebody that I need to suddenly start nurturing. Mm-hmm. I think it, the reverse is the same. I mean, when you, you, when you look at me, I don't, I mean, I'm, this is just how I feel, mm-hmm. but I don't think you look at me and be like, wow, you know what? There's my mom, 58 years old, mm-hmm. sober. She's done all this. You know, I just think that you look at me as a different, as a different person. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting because that's exactly how I look at you. I look at you like somebody who goes, okay, here's 58. Here's somebody who works hard. This is somebody who, you know, like is doing everything she can, the best she can. And so I think, I think how you think I look at you and then how I actually look at you are completely different. And I think, you know, I, I, you know, I have nothing but respect for you and I'm very, I'm very proud of everything you've done. And I'm sorry if there's anything I've done to, um, make you think otherwise, but I am proud of you and I yeah. do think you work really hard. You know, you know, I'm very happy with everything you've you've done in life. Well, I appreciate that. But I think that the reason probably I think that is because sometimes you and Brandon, and again, I'm going to include Brandon on this one, um, have a very short fuse of um, patience mm-hmm. when it comes to me, sure. you know, so that's why I feel like sometimes it's just like, you know, I'll, it's like, I feel like I only have one strike. Sure. Instead of three. And what do you now? Do you have an example, or is there anything particular? Is this, or are you just walking around with that like um, anticipation of like, oh, okay, when are they going to snap, kind of thing? Well, I always think twice about, um, you know, like if if I'm going to call Brandon, I think twice about it. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm going to ask you for help, I think twice about it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I always, um, you know, I it's it's it kind of sucks, mm-hmm. but I get it. You know. I get that everything that is every conversation that we have that leads to this moment mm-hmm. is because of a reason, sure. you know, it's not like you and Brandon are just been like, yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to be really impatient with my mom today. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I, I, like I said in like the first, I think the first time we met with the counselor, mm-hmm. I don't know how to have healthy relationships. Yeah. I don't know what healthy communication is. Mm-hmm. You know, these are things that I'm learning and, and I think by learning them this late in the game, it's hard to change um, narrative. Sure. It's understandable. You know, so it's like, even though, and here's the thing, it's, it's like, I think I did more damage sober Mm -hmm. than I did drunk or equally as much. Yeah. Well, I think, well, the intention was positive when you were sober, but, Mm -hmm. but maybe you're right. Maybe the, it was just, it was counterintuitive and it, and I don't think it, and I wouldn't want to compare it as much or, or more, but they were just they were just different kinds of of 
um, emotions that Brandon and I were feeling. You know, it was almost like, you know, we could use you could use like California's drought as an example, right? You know, we went so long without any love or affection, and all of a sudden you're sober, and then we get over amount, and then we're like, there's like landslides and flooding and such. Yeah. And so it's I don't think they're. I wouldn't want to say it's the same kind of damage, but it was just a different learning experience. It was something that Brandon and I had to like adapt to quickly. Yeah. And I know that, you know, and I was guilty of being like, well, I'm sober. So now this is everything. Yeah. Is, I'm, you know. Yeah. Everything's different now. Yeah. I kind of used my sobriety as my, um, as my flag of righteousness, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. And, um, and I, it's so weird looking back. It's like even sober, I mm-hmm. wasn't picking up on the cues, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's so, it was so ingrained in me as, um, that's the way, um, that I should be that I didn't even really realize, you know, every time that y'all would be like, yeah, you know, no, or this or that, I would be like, okay, Lonnie, double down. Yeah. You know, yeah. them, them youngins don't know. Yeah. No, it's just a yes. That hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like, well, you didn't say it loud enough or you weren't persistent enough or mm-hmm. try it a different way. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> you know, like I said, it's, it, it's been a real interesting journey of self. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, it's, you know, it's, and that's the thing though, too. I mean, you may only just be 58, but you're still, you're still learning, Mm -hmm. you know? So. Yeah. And you know, and truthfully, one of the scariest things of becoming sober for me, and I still remember when I was contemplating whether or not I was going to try sobriety the last time was if I could handle, if I could face you and Brandon sober, Mm -hmm. you know, because I already knew how much I had fucked up and the thought of facing, um, my past with my children, yeah. you know, all the rest, I didn't really fucking care. You know, yeah. all the other things I did were just like, whatever, I'll forgive myself. But that was probably, that was the, the biggest um, thing that I had to get over yeah. was whether or not I could um, face you both sober, yeah. you know? And so I think because it was like such a scary thing that when I did get sober, it was like, it, it was hard. It was mm-hmm. really hard to, to acknowledge, um, what I had done yeah. and then, um, see that, see, see the effects in my children in, in daily life. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, okay, I have to fix this. Yeah. it makes sense. I mean, it, I mean, it like, it, it like, and that's the thing though too, is like sobriety, sobriety mom, like your intentions are, were honest. Yeah, but you know what? It doesn't change the fact any at all. You know, I I, I love my mom, but she was the most overbearing woman in the world. Yeah. You know, to her, a no was just a, um, she didn't take no. Yeah. There, there was no no for my mom. Yeah. And so, and I remember how it felt. Mm-hmm. I remember, I'm like, why the fuck won't you listen to me? And every time I would say that, she'd be like, mm, yeah, I know best. Yeah. And so I remember those feelings as being the child. And so it is so weird when you step back and be like, wow, I just did the exact same thing to my kid. Mm -hmm. You know, I just, that learned behavior, I just repeated. Yeah. And it's just, it's very eye-opening and sobering. Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell us um, what you got going on Um, with all of this therapy, better people talk. You mean like in life or just? No, you were going to talk about. um, Oh, I saw this TikTok a couple of days ago where this guy is a professional voice actor and what he does is he basically like takes on commissions of people, things like things people want recorded and he'll like record it and send it to them and they give him like money. Mm-hmm. And so it seems like a pretty cool little side gig. Um, and then, you know, my, 
I've been doing these game shows on on the game and making TikToks for it, and the TikToks have been going pretty well. And I think I w- might throw my hat in the ring and try to do like an announcer type um, voiceover kind of commission. Now, how do you um, get into doing something like you that? Just, you just like a website you apply to, and you just basically write a little profile and what kind of voice you or service you can provide, and then people will pay you, and they'll send you a script, and you can choose to accept it or you can choose to um, deny it and re- reject it, and you just get paid up like on commission. Oh, cool. Yeah. So did you find the website? Not yet, no. Oh, okay. I was going to do it on that today. I got I was going to do that and then edit a couple of TikToks and things like that. So. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Well, I think you have the voice to do it. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And yeah. one of my TikToks um, went really well. It went 135,000 135, views. That's awesome. That was really cool. And, um, it's been fun. Now, are you monetizing on TikTok? Mm-mm, I'm not monetized yet. Oh, okay. What You meet the qualifications. Do I? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I know. I mean, I think, well, that's only, that was just like one like TikTok. I don't think I would make any money. I think it'd be pennies on the dollar. You mean you don't want to make 24 cents a day? Yeah. <laughs> But it's, Rich. it's more so like, you know, like now I've getting, I've gotten into lobbies where people are like, Oh, are you the game show guy? And I'm like, I am the game show guy. And so like street cred wise, it's, that should be your profile picture or your that? profile name, the game show guy. No, no. I mean, no, just because, you know, this way the people can like yeah. find me and it's easier, but, um, no, it's just, it's been fun. It's been a cool journey. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Well, I think you would do excellent at that. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. And this way, you know, it helps to like get more um, experience mm-hmm. and it gets more um, exposure. Have you so. ever thought about like doing voiceovers for like cartoons and stuff? I could apply. Yeah. I would think, you yeah. know, true. Or, or, yeah. That or like commercial readings. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the, um, I actually saw a TikTok last night of the girl who is the TikTok filter. Like, you know, the one where she'd like the voice, like you can like actually have her like say whatever texture is yeah um i i saw the the woman who did it oh it's really like, yeah i'll see if i can't find it real quick I, I just saw it last night so it shouldn't take too long yeah um now did you look into and this is just a thought of mine Brent, robert but um if you're gonna do like cartoons or commercials or something like that i believe you have to be a part of the screen actors guild i don't know i haven't gotten that far okay. i haven't even found the website to the to the place yet okay so uh, yeah yeah, I, I would I would have no idea. Okay. Well, I think that's the case. You know, as a creator, as mm-hmm. a um, influencer, you can actually be a part of the Screen Actors Guild. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. Yeah, that's because I keep telling you that. Yeah. <laughs> I, hear, I hear about the Screen Actors Guild quite a lot. Well, I just think it's going to be necessary. And I'm personally, I think it's going to open more doors for you. But okay. um, being the conversation that we just had, mm-hmm. that is my experience as your mom and you know, I told you about it and what you choose to do with it is going to be what you choose to do with it. Yeah. So did you find her? Uh, no, I didn't. Let me see if I can. Because I can learn. Mm, okay. Let me see. I think it's like right here. Yeah. So I got an, an insulting comment on one of my TikToks oh, yesterday. Oh, oh, how cute. Kind of crazy, right? I yeah. thought she was a robot, but it's actually like a real person. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I wonder if she's just, I mean, does she just say words and that puts, it's got to be AI. I mean, she can't be like, hey, we just got something. You no, need no, to no. I'm, sh- I'm sure she probably like said a combination of words and yeah. then they like dissected it. And then, you know, with the combination of everything, I'm sure they yeah. can try to chop and slice it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I got this person um, because somebody told me um, I got this comment when I 
showed me going to get Indy some toys. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, why do you constantly um, videotape yourself? Yeah. So my response was, it's called social media. Yeah. And this is what I do for a living. Yeah. So somebody was like, I really, um, I highly doubt you get paided. Ha ha ha. Paided? <laughs> and one of my followers is like, hey, before you come after our girl, just make sure you can spell. Yeah, right. Make sure you have spell check. And I'm like, and so I was like, I was going to respond to it like, yes, I get paided. Yeah. And my phone wouldn't allow me to do it. Really? Yeah. Because it was like, it's the wrong it's word. It's the wrong word. It's the wrong word. And I'm like, how many times did this person type in paided yeah. before their phone would allow them to do it? That's pretty wild. I don't know. People are the wildest thing. Yeah. I got in an argument last night or a couple of nights ago because I didn't think compared was a word. Compared? Compared. Yeah. yeah. So I read it wrong and I was yelling at people. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I it, compared that. I was like, what a fuck up made word is compared. And Com- so. Yeah. yeah. No, it's compared. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, you know, doing this whole makeup thing is a whole another bag of fucking tricks, man. Mm-hmm. They just come at you for a different reason. It's just, I mean, it's a, it's the same trolls in a different in a different different medium. suit yeah yeah they just change hats yeah you know for me though it's 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 so important it's so important to just be like you know as as we get older and our skin changes there's still things you can do um to make yourself feel good about yourself yeah you know i don't know i mean what's that cutoff age where it's like well you done worn your last makeup well the thing is is that no matter what age you are there mm-hmm. is some sort of rules and regulations you know mm-hmm. i get comments all the time from girls in their 20s or 30s mm-hmm. and they're like yeah i like to wear bows in my hair and people tell me i'm too old mm-hmm. you know to wear bows or yeah. you know um apparently red lipstick is a real hot topic that older really? women aren't supposed to wear red lipstick i'm like fuck that you know what wear whatever you want yeah so sure enough your girl went out there and bought some red lipstick yeah that would be me. I don't know enough about it, but it seems weird. It seems like a weird. I would. I don't know. I would just. I would never be in an in an instance where I would judge how other people do shit. Well, a lot of it is is that it's a woman thing mm-hmm. because we're always judged by our appearance, you yeah. know. But it's like out in the wild. It's you know. Um, I was gonna say because it's the men who, or it's the male animals that are all fancy. No, there's others. There's instances in which the female is the the more predominant one. Or like the more like colorful one. Really? Oh yeah. What animal? Um, not to put you on a spot. Yeah, not to put me on the spot. I would say it's well, okay. The Black Widow, she's sure. way prettier than her her, sure, her guy. Yeah, they're sexually dimorphic, and you know they look different. Yeah. Yeah, and she like chomps. She's like, "Hey, baby, come on over here." Chomp, 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 chomp. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it's it just as a woman, we're you know when oh, you're ducks. The female duck is the prettier one. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. The d- female ducks are brown. No. Yes. And then the pretty ones with the green head are the boys. The mallard ducks. Um, yeah. Let's look. I mean, the roosters are prettier than the chickens because they got like their little thing. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. The peacocks have all the feathers. And then you have a peahen. Mm-hmm. All right, you win. Yeah, I know my duck. Apparently. Yeah. So no, I'm just saying, you know, because women, you know, it is so silly. It's like if you have, so let's just take, for example, hair, Robert. Okay. So as a woman, you're supposed to have long flowing hair. Correct. You know, that shows you your, you know, your vitality and all of this. Mm -hmm. But when you're older, 
if you have like really long gray hair, you're you're looked down upon and told that you're not supposed to have long gray hair. Yeah, but by what standard though? Like who's but who? Like who's just society in general? Okay. I mean, it's just it's the it's the dynamic of what we're told. Yeah. So when you're older, you have to get like this shorter, more you know this shorter haircut. Mm-hmm. But if you go super short, then that's wrong too. Yeah. So it's just it's just it it gets to the point where it's like you're never going to win. So you might as well just do whatever the hell you want to do. Yeah. You know what? If you're a if you're a girl duck and you're brown, get a green crayon and color your head green. I don't know. I mean, I I've seen what people look like on the internet, and I'll and I will be damned if I let that kind of person dictate how I live my life. Oh, absolutely. You know? So like, that's how I've always rubbered. Like, oh, like oh, you know, user one two three four says this. I'm like, well, I know what you know. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Because I know what that kind of person looks like, you know? And so I'm like, who who is that person? Like, I wouldn't, like, if that person approached me on the street and said the same shit, I wouldn't have cared. I would, you know, it wouldn't, like, it wouldn't bother me at all. Yeah. And so, like, I'm not going to let that same kind of energy affect me online. See, because sometimes, correct me if I'm wrong, but sometimes I think that these trolls really get to you when you're insecure about the issue that they're talking about. Totally fair. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if, for example, like, my age, Mm -hmm. if I was insecure being 58, if I was trying to be 25 Mm -hmm. and somebody called me old, that would just hit me, you know, that would slice right through me. Yeah. Um, but the simple fact that I don't care how old I am, yeah. it's, it bounces off of me. So mm-hmm. unfortunately these trolls do hit hard sometimes when they hit your insecurity, Sure, you know? And I mean, and truthfully, sometimes it just, it gets just, it gets to the point where it's like, yeah, it's like, wow, just one more person out there who's mm-hmm. spewing hate. Yeah. So when that happens, you know, I just... I just snuggle with Indy. Oh, which by the way, with her, with her toy is a complete manifestation of me trying to be an overbearing mom. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty accurate. Yeah, Cause I was sitting here when we were talking about it and she was like, look at my toy. And you're like, no, she's like, look at my toy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's very similar in a yeah. lot of ways. Yeah. So I'm going to try not to, well, I am not being, um, I'm not being that anymore. Don't be Indy. Don't be Indy. Yeah. No matter how, no matter how bad I want to show you my toy. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. Dog is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you want to tell them where to find us? Absolutely. You can find Robert on Instagram as Robert, Robert Pike Pike. He is on YouTube and TikTok as Sherbert. I am gray hair and tattoos. And don't forget about emotional baggage. It is my second YouTube channel that is um, all full of calming and relaxing videos. Good. Yeah. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.